When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Okay, we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. We are live at Dean's Home Services in Brooklyn Center, but we're still hanging with DJ Rock Lobster. Is that club? Is that club? Clump, clump, clump. Is that club? Is that club? Um, I know, yeah, Steve's got a big announcement coming up. I want to know if you have an announcement. Did you have a parking ticket last night, Donna? I did not. Wait, where did you park? I parked a couple blocks away. She's Maybe like, it says away. here it's free. I'm like, there's no it free It did. It said, it said, pay parking 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. Four hour limit. It was 5.57. I took my chances. <laughs> and I left the car there. Listen, I parked in front of Sex World. You think I intended to? Do you think I, I Google mapped my way to Sex World? I saw a parking spot and then I thought, oh. Well, at least you didn't do what most people do and leave their baby in the car while you run in. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, the chances of you parking in front of an illicit business down there are like one in three. Because Yeah, I like... put my head on a swivel. There weren't a lot of safe corners down there in terms of like good optics for where I would be parking. Yeah, there's sure. like two strip clubs and a sex shop and yeah. 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 Anyway, so um, I want to let you know that today is the 20th anniversary of Ocean's Eleven with Brad Pitt and George Clooney. I've got some fun facts that I will share with you after Steve shares his big announcement. By the way, one of my top five movies of all time, Ocean's Eleven. Love Ocean's Eleven. It is just, it's wonderful. That's an example of a movie where you put a ton of stars together. And it works. It actually works in the end. It always doesn't work that way, but it does. Okay. Um, yes, I have a... So I told you earlier, I'll be flying first class today. Mm-hmm. Am I saying, Rocco, that you need to make an open when I talk about my travels as first I class so. Stevie boy? I don't know. Here's the deal. I've never flown, flown first class when I've paid for it ever in my life because I've never paid for it. I got accidentally upgraded one time. Then a couple weeks ago, I thought I was in business class. Turns out I'm in first class. Mm. And now I just looked down at my ticket yesterday and realized, oh my gosh, I'm flying first class, and I'm so excited. Um, the reason that I'm going, I've never been to New York City during the holidays. Oh, ever. oh, that's the best time to go. And I just that's watched, the only time I go. I yeah. this is okay. So I've I've never been there, like like Rockefeller Plaza, like the 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 tree. Never seen the tree. Oh, you're kidding! Oh, we just watched so Elf the other night. You could watch the skaters. I would love to in Rockefeller Center. We just watched Elf. Do you know Elf? Have you seen Elf? I've seen Elf. And that is centered in New York City. And that shows New York City and all of its like big city Christmas glamour. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I'm going to New York City and I'm so excited that this is because I got a call from Live with Kelly and Ryan after not doing anything with them for over a year. Yeah. Uh, It's been 14 months according to my calendar. But why it's really exciting is 
when I left, uh, you know, Twin Cities Live, I was trying to like navigate, like what what things will I still be able to do, and. I was able to get on the phone uh, with Gelman, and he's been so kind. He's the same, you know, he's just like average guy, and that he's been mm-hmm. their EP for 30 years. Mm-hmm. They shoot at a local station. It's not some big fancy Hollywood operation, it's small staff. By the way, I met him a long time ago because I had a friend who worked for him. Oh, really? Yeah, Should when I, I was name in college. Um, yeah, well, you can name drop my friend okay. who now works for Martha Stewart. Oh. Her name is Kim Miller. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, we are going to name drop you on live with Kelly and Ryan. Uh, because what's really cool for us at my talk is that uh, it's a fun promotional opportunity each time we go out there. And I think this is what's going to be happening. So I'm, I'm going to shoot some stories with them uh, that will air a little bit later in December. I think like the week of December 21st, okay. like Christmas week. Um, but we, we need to shoot them ahead of time. So is it going to be every day during Christmas week? I'm going to do two stories. And so I think... Um, I think this is not official, but I think it'll be like December 21st and 22nd Okay. for a couple of the stories that we'll do. Um, but what's really nice is they're so generous. Like, they could just fly me. If they said, do you want to come out here and just do a story? And then Kelly and Ryan from the set will say, hey, our friend Steve Patterson uh, went out and did this. Take a look. I would say yes. It is so fun. I grew up watching that show yeah. with my mother. And so when I started to get a call from the like the first call in 2015 it was like oh my gosh i can't believe this is happening and then in 2019 when the polar vortex hit and then that kind of went viral and then we started working together more and more during 2019 it was consistently a surreal experience oh i can't even imagine now did you pitch to them Initially, yeah. So let me tell you. Um, wow. Do you mean just job. recently, like right no, now? No, I mean the very beginning. Yeah. So uh, let me tell you that story. But first, let me tell you something cool for my talk. Okay. Is um, so yes, I would say yes if they said come out and do a story. But instead, um, I think what we're going to be doing is shooting a couple of at least one, maybe two segments where they say and our next guest, and then they invite me out as a guest, Ooh, and you get to sit in the chair yay. with Kelly and Ryan. So I've sent them some pictures and told them about the radio show, and they know yay. that I've left TV. They're like, is it okay if we talk about that? We're going to talk about my retirement best gg ever you know all yes, that kind of stuff yes. uh, but then it's fun because then we get i get to tell them about the don and steve show in my talk and so uh so that's really exciting and uh and who knows maybe there would be a time where i broadcast the radio show from new york when i go out there sure. this time we're going to sort of feel out but um when i first went on their show in 2015 i had been out to interview kelly ripa uh and this was uh, just like a you're on our station, so we're going to go out and interview you, and sure. then go to GMA and the View, that kind of thing. Interviewed her, tried to ask Gelman if I could guest co-host when I interviewed him. I said, my mom wrote you a letter saying I should be the next host oh after Regis left. Sure. Why didn't you ever write my mother back? And then so he and I bantered, and I said, what do you like? And he told me, I like this wine. I like goji berries. I go back. I shoot a DVD for him from the Twin Cities Live set, send it to him, okay. and it's me asking him, what if we could do this? Could we make this happen where I get to guest co-host one day on Live with Kelly and Ryan? Their publicist emails me back, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Gelman sees it, and then a couple months later, uh, or about a month later, they call and say, hey, there's a snowstorm coming your way. Would Steve want to do a weather hit? And this Perfect. was in November Perfect of like 2014. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Snowstorm passes, I never get to do it. And I thought, bummer, was that it? Two more months go by, a deep freeze early 2015 sets yes. in, and we said, maybe we should call Kelly and Ryan and tell them it's going to be windchill negative 40 here. Yes. We did. That was a, a like a Tuesday night. Wednesday, I was on the air with them that morning, yes. standing. And, and then four years go by, 
And I had would always throw out a random story idea, and we had some that seemed like they might work, and then they sort of just didn't end up working at sure. the end. We went four years without me being on their show. Then it got super cold again. I sent them a note, and in my head I thought, you know, I'll send them one more note. If this is a yes, great, but if it's not, I, I had tried. that one time, yeah, and yeah. it was wonderful. Yes. I, I, they call me back. I get to go on. They say, let's do it. Uh, it goes sort of viral on um, online. And then the next week, they said, hey, we hear there's a heat wave. It was going up to 13, and this is 2019. Right, right. <laughs> Does Steve want to do a, uh, a heat wave update? And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm getting, like, a call back from them. That's right. I remember that. Okay. By the end of 2019, I think, like, in its entirety, all of the appearances that I had, I got to go do the Oscar show with them. I got to be a special announcer for them in Vegas. It was, like... 14 or 15 appearances in that year wow. that I ended up doing. And so it was so great. And then 2020, the Gelman calls me and says, And you're going to co-host? You're going to guest co-host. And that like, was what, in April? This was in March. Two but days you before, were going to do April 1st. I was going to do April 1st. He calls me. I said, I said Gelman, are we going to do the snowshoot? He said, no, I'm going to make your dream come true. I wrote him a letter at the ah. beginning of 2020, January of 2020. And I sent it to his assistant. I said, hey, let's just try this. I have a feeling that this is the year. Yeah. And I wrote him this, I hope it was like a funny letter about me guest co-hosting, making right. my mom's dream come true. So when he calls me a couple weeks later, he said, I'm going to make your dream come true. <gasps> April 1st, you're going to guest host. I couldn't believe it. And then we announce it on March 10th, yeah. 2020. Yes. And then and the then, world shuts down. Yes, I know. I got to appear with them a few times during and the pandemic. And it got canceled. You couldn't canceled. fly. No, it was, it was grounded. just like a whole thing. And so this might lead to that i have i listen i'm per uh perpetually optimistic so i have hope that 2022 is the year that i get to guest co-host yes. on kelly and ryan and i've had what a good convo said. with kelly ripa and she's super supportive and kind and yeah, so and she's a jersey girl too she is i think it might happen so Who knows? I, I know we have to go but just really quick um what if they said to you you can co-host but it's christmas day Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, oh, Steve, I'm so happy for you. That's so exciting. Seriously. And so when this happens, I'll, I'll document it. We'll put it up yeah. on like my talks, Instagram and Facebook, take you to New York and stuff yes. like that and let you guys know when it airs. So, and, uh, so exciting. We'll you so you're out tomorrow. Tomorrow and Friday. Okay. Um, and you'll have Maddie B, Matt Belanger and tomorrow and Kelly Hanson on and Friday. And Kelly with an I. Yeah. So, and then you'll give us a full report on Monday. But we're yes. not done here yet. We are live at Dean's Home Services. It's our Santa stop. Come on out and bring a tour for the kids at the Ronald McDonald House. You will really uh, make their their Christmas super special uh, because, you know, taking the burden off of the, the parents, and that's what we're trying to do for them. Uh, you can find out everything you need to know about where we are on our website, mytalk1071.com. Hey, when we come back, uh, I'll give you a few of those Ocean's 11 fun facts and also the most mispronounced words of 2021. It's all according to a new study coming up next. Oh, hey, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, and uh, it's where talk is fun. It is where talk is fun. Uh, we're hanging out here at Dean's Home Services, their new location in Brooklyn Center. We're going to be here until noon if you want to come by, if you're in the area, up and around 394, 694, 94, all that jazz. Drop by a gift, a Toyo donation. We'll get that to our friends at Ronald McDonald House Charities. Uh, you can also, I think you can find ways to donate financially. On our website. Yes. Just, uh, yeah, you'll find everything you need to know at mytalk1071.com. But if you're coming out here, we're in the Shingle Creek area. 
Yes. And so. it's just a, a killer spot. So we're so happy that Dean's Home Services is having us out here. Uh, today, how about let's not get into a study yet. Do we lead with Ocean's Eleven? Yeah, let's lead with. Okay, so Ocean's Eleven. It is the twentieth anniversary, not of the original film, but right. of which Sinatra, I think, was in the original film. Is that right, Rocco? Yes, uh, and Sammy Davis, Dean, Dino, oh. and, and Harper. Harper. We should rob that casino, babe. <laughs> let's get their money and run, babe. Okay, so one of the fun facts is actually that um, I can't remember which guy is not a fan of the original movie, which might sound sacrilegious oh. to some people, but um, I'm having a hard time finding my information here, so bear with me. Now, yeah, the, the, the Clooney version, look, I've never seen the original. I probably should because yeah. I really like the Rat Pack so much, but it was so perfectly cast oceans 11 was so well cast with george clooney and brad pitt both at the pinnacle of their careers at that point i mean look they they, the the trajectory has continued to go up i understand but just back then if you had clooney and brad pitt in a movie it was just as big as it sounded and then they rounded out the cast with so many greats matt damon uh don Cheadle, the late great bernie mack was in it it was just a really really wonderful wonderful movie and that's one of those movies that I thought the plot was great. The first time you saw it, you didn't know how it was going to end. Uh, Andy Garcia, of course, plays the villain. Julia Roberts, Clooney's I love interest. I don't remember. what it, Was it about a heist? Is yes. It a, like oh, yeah. It's a big, uh, a big casino heist, which is really about Clooney getting back at the guy who took his girl when he was in, okay. in, in jail sort of a thing. It's, okay. But it's so good. And you know how some movies give you a feel you watch it. You could you could critique the plot, of course, but yes. some just leave you with a feeling. This one has a feeling because the whole movie had a vibe that was just awesome. I just cannot believe that it was twenty years ago. That is mind blowing. Twenty years ago, I would have been. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> it would have been eighteen. It would have been uh, yeah, like senior year. And I remember my cousin Ryan started dressing up kind of like Brad Pitt after he saw it. And he was oh he was dressing. God. Yeah, it was just as goobery as you think it was. He started dressing up, uh, wearing like he would come to a high school basketball game. He had already graduated, and I'd be playing, and he was there in a suit with a, a the collar. collar. I think the open. collar was out over yep. top of the lapel of the jacket. Yes, absolutely. It was something. Okay, so this was Steven Soderbergh's Ocean's Eleven, and some of the fun facts that I am coming across are. Um, they nearly starred the Wilson brothers, Casey Affleck and Scott Kahn. Uh, Casey Affleck and Scott Kahn ended up being being in, in it. it. Yep. Um, so you mean Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson were almost those Luke guys. and Owen almost took that role. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But they had commitments to the Royal uh, Tenenbaums. Mark Wahlberg turned down a role in the movie. Oh, interesting. He was uh, doing a remake of The Planet of the Apes. Bruce Willis passed on the movie. I could see him in it for sure. Uh, Clooney is the one who's not a fan of the original 1960 movie. Julia Roberts was wooed with a $20 bill, right? Yep. How do you know this? I I just know it from being a fan of the movie. This was like a favor that she did for George Clooney, right? Essentially. Yes. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, She had been awarded the Best Actress Oscar for Erin Brockovich, and so she was the highest paid actress in Hollywood. But the fact that she reportedly commanded a $20 million fee didn't deter Clooney from courting her for the role of Danny Ocean's ex-girlfriend. Oh, it's coming back to me now. Her name was Tess. He played upon her costly status by sending her a screenplay attached with a $20 bill with a note, I hear you get $20 a picture now. (laughs) She appreciated the goofy gesture and signed up for the the plot, uh, the part, excuse me, and then reprised the role again. I wonder if she ended up, wonder what the real deal for her ended up being in that movie. Did she get points on the back end of the box office performance? She had to have done quite well from that. Well, I think what happened was if everybody was to get paid, they couldn't make the movie. So they all took a big chunk on the back end, worked cheap, and then they would see if there was any money at the end. So they all took a big uh, pay cut. It paid off. The movie grossed $450 million worldwide, which is five times its budget and over three times the, uh, their, their haul. Yeah. So that's, that was a good gamble. Don Cheadle ap- apologized for his accent. Oh, yeah. I guess it was He is bad. a little bit of a, <laughs> a, a thick attempted accent in this movie. But you know what? I tell you, it's, it, it doesn't bug. I'm sure it bugs him when he listens back and is like, oh, that's choppy. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Your Ocean's Eleven fun facts. Uh, when we come back, we're going to play a game? Let's play a game. All right. Uh, we're not going to take callers' uh, lifelines this time. No, we'll ju- this, is, this is a raw Millennial X Games. It is Donna versus me, and uh, I have to answer questions about her generation, she about mine, and we'll see who comes out on top. Play along wherever you happen to be listening. Donna and Steve, live at Dean's Home Services. Hey, DJ Rock Lobster. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple giveaways to do. Oh, that's right. So... <sighs> What are we going to do? Are we going to have somebody call in after this? Yeah. It's up to you. That's what we'll do. You know what? I got an idea. We're going to play the game right now. And then uh, next, uh, and then going into the break, caller six and seven are going to win two different really cool prizes. Don't call right now, though. Don't you even think about it. Let's (laughs) play that game. Let's play it. Generation X versus Millennials. These. Are the Millennial X Games. Steve the Millennial. 
I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. All right, yeah, we're going to play with no side players. We just thought it'd be too confusing. You know, you guys are out we're of We're here, you're I'm there. Here. The callers yeah. are out there. Clompity scattered clomp. around the world. Clomp. Uh, who wants to go first? Side clumps. <laughs> um, I think ladies should go first. Uh, side clumps. Oh. <laughs> Call me side clumps. X, <laughs> X-Men. All right, I go first. Okay, go. Uh, I can't believe you brought the wheel out there. Yeah, it was a bear. <laughs> Music. Here's a millennial music question for you, Gen X or Donna Valentine. Okay. 2003 was a big year for the hip hop duo Outkast. Their song Hey Ya mm-hmm. off the album Speaker Box slash The Love Below was a huge hit. Can you name? Uh oh. now. Hi. All right. Can the you nine. name either of the members of Outkast? Oh, and he went British. Didn't anticipate that, but he did it. What year did you say? 2003. Basically, the question is, name somebody an outcast. I am going to name... Yeah, boy! Ooh. Oh, wow. And that guy's name is... Did you get it? Oh, boy. I got it. Uh, Rajit N- Nielsen. Yes! with him. Oh. And his name is... Uh, his name is... Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Oh, boy. He is in Public Enemy and other popular bands. Oh, that sounds like a cool uh, outcast. It's a bald guy. But there is a guy named Big Boy. Oh, Oh, yeah, Big Boy with an I. And And then there's Andre 3000. Andre 3000. I get the point. How about the the song Bombs Over Baghdad by Outcast? Oh, yeah, that's good. Donna, Rucka, do you know that song? Oh, yeah, that's a a banger. Oh, a great song. Um, let me see if I can find a... No, don't play it. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to send a bunch of texts to people and say, can you please take the song <laughs> okay, out? All right, don't do it. All right, fine. All right, um, let me, I'd like uh, to spin the wheel if I may. All right, you may, and it goes like... Movies. Movies. All right. Here's yes. a Gen X question for you, Millennial Steve. All righty. At the 1988 Oscars, she won a Best Supporting Actress Oscar for playing widow Loretta Castorini. Her mom was played by Olympia mm. Dukakis. Her mm-hmm. boyfriend was played by Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I don't give him too much. Can you tell me what actress and movie I am describing? Okay. I don't know what this is. But there was one thing in there that made me think, could it have been this? You're telling me this was at the Oscars? This was nominated in some capacity? Did you say that? Yes. I think I said supporting actress. I think it was best actress. I'll double check that. And I am telling you the name of the actress or the name uh, of the movie? You know, I said actress and movie, but you know, if, at this point... If you... Okay, no, it's going to be this. I'm going to say this. It. I'm going to say that it is... Oh, gosh, and what's her name? it is best actress, not supporting actress. If this was what's her face in Captain Corelli's Mandolin, I'm going to lose my mind because that movie was a, a festival of trash. Um, Captain what? In the Captain who? Corelli's Mandolin. What are you talking about? Is that a thing? It is one of Nick Cage's okay. real gems. Okay. Um, okay, that's my only guess, which means that is going to be okay. wrong. I tap out. Can I guess? Sure. Uh, the actress was Cher, mm-hmm. and oh. the movie is called Moonstruck. 
Yeah. Nice, nice, it was. Thanks, man. nice job. See, this is going just as planned. The millennial knew the millennial answers. The Gen X knew the Gen X answers. But the opposite wasn't true. It's just like we drew it up. Donna, spin the wheel, would you please? Okay. Heavy. Movies. Movies. In the James Bond film Die Another Day, I think it was 2003, a famous pop star played the role of Verity. A fencing instructor to the bad guys. Can you name that pop star? So, okay, in the mo- in the movie Die Another Day, mm-hmm. a pop star was in it playing a fencing instructor. Mm-hmm. That pop star was a man person. Nope, it was a lady person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that lady person was Madonna. Hey, that's Ooh, good. Yes, that one. Yay. Yay, Donna. me. I'm on the board. Yay, Woo. Donna. All right, Stevie, spin that Gen X wheel. Music. Music. At the 1988 Grammys, he won for Best Rock Vocal Performance, comma, solo for the album Tunnel of Love. Mm. Can you name that 1988 big winner? Tunnel of Love. Big star. Big star. I think I got the right star. The Tunnel of Love's like the old mill at the State Fair. <gasps> yeah. It's where all, everybody goes to neck. Yeah. What did the one bee say to the other when he asked him how his date went? He uh, said it was nectar? great. I necked her. <laughs> I wrote that joke as a child, by the way. Um, That's good, Steve. Whatever, Donna. I don't know. I don't know who who is in the tunnel of love. Who's the person behind the tunnel of love? Stevie Wonder. Final answer. Donna, do you? I think it's the boss. It is the boss. Mm. Bruce Springsteen. I'd play it for you, but Donna doesn't want me to cut it out of the podcast. Yep. There you go. Alrighty. Big money, big money. Did he win for album of the year? Uh, Best rock vocal performance, comma, solo. Oh, for the Tunnel song. of Love was kind of a commercial disappointment, but I think looking back, I liked it. there's some jams in there. One Step Up is a good song. Mm. Check it out. Oh, that's a really good song. It is. All that's right, Millennial. All right. Ready, oh, I'm ready. Big money, big money. Woo! Play, play, Headlines. play. Oh. Headlines. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, a contagious, uh, sometimes fatal respiratory illness caused by a coronavirus isn't just a 2020-2021 uh, problem. Oh. In 2002, a similar thing happened. It started in China and spread worldwide. Jim. However, it was quickly contained. Mm. Name that 2002 coronavirus. Okay, it's not mad cow. Mm. <laughs> Get out of here. I think it was the bird flu. Bird flu final. Um, I don't know if that's. I'll have to Google that. The word, the answer I was looking for was SARS. SARS. Oh, I don't no. know if bird flu and SARS are the same thing. I'm going to go with I no. Feel like maybe. Let's. Uh, let's 
No, the bird flu was 97. SARS oh, was 02. Oh, shoot. Yeah. No points awarded. So Steve was well, SARS the swine right? flu. Yeah, I have a chance right. to tie it up here. All right. Let's go, one, Stevie. Was it one nothing at this point? Where are we at? One uh, nothing. Yeah, I'm yep, winning. One nothing, Donna. Okay, it goes like this. Lifestyle. Uh, one of the best-selling books of 1988 was The Queen of, sorry, pardon my French, The Damned. It is oh, a God. horror novel, and it was part three in her Vampire Chronicle series. Hmm. Got it. What author am I talking about? <sighs> Dang it. This is not Twilight. Steve wouldn't have read a book with a D word in it. No. No. I took my headphones off when you said it. I'll give you a hint. Yeah, no, the Bible's rated R. (laughs) The Old Testament in particular. Hard R. Uh, Um, uh, uh, You're you're giving me a hint of the author's name. Yes. Uh, 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 And Sal Angort. Annie. Annie. Witchcraft. What do you? And what's a really common, a real common staple in Chinese food? Noodle. And noodle. It's usually free. And rice. It usually comes. Hey. And yeah. rice. Oh my God! Final how answer? does he do it? I don't get know. That. Oh insane. man. You played right into my strengths there, Rocco. Yep. I guess we're tied up, and that means we're that going is. to a tiebreaker. Yeah, why not? Uh, so, yeah, Interview with the Vampire, Queen of the Damned. I think there was a third one. I was just looking it up. I don't know. Something about something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's a guy, 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 oh, guy. the Vampire Lestat. <laughs> Lestat. Oh, yeah, Lestat. Oh. We're looking at, was that a cruise pit? Uh, yeah, that was the interview, with, interview of, uh, with a vampire. And uh, who was and the little girl? girl? Yeah. Um, what was her name? She went on to be Kirsten Dunst. That's I think right. you're right. Yes. Thank you. I know stuff. Donna wins. Unless you want to do the type. Yeah, of do it. Right. How many Grammy wins does the boss Bruce Springsteen have in his career? Now, Donna, do you want to go first? Nope. Okay, I will go first. Price is right rules always in effect. Closest okay. without going over. I'm going to say that Bruce Springsteen has a total of 11 Grammys. I bet this is one of those surprising situations where you're like, oh, of course he has 25 Grammys. Where'd Purpage come from? (laughs) Uh, I needed to get my heating check. How many did you say? I said 11. All right, I'm just going to go 10. 10 oh, Grammys. What? <laughs> he was nominated. Uh, oh, no, sure you said nominations? Strategy. You said wins. No, no. no, no was... Let him talk, right, and then zero. I'm going to explain what uh, you just yeah. did. It was so epically wrong. All yeah. right, she goes zero. And I don't know about that. You should Maybe. always say one. If you think it's somewhere between yeah. one and my answer, you say that. Otherwise, you're just guessing the number. That's 10. right. <laughs> yeah. Or if you think it's higher, just Now, you could have 11. done 12. That would have been 12 and anything above yeah. it. Okay, no, uh, I'm going to go 50 one. nominations, 20 wins. All right, so Steve wins. Congratulations. All right, thank you. That went great. Uh, hey, listen, caller 6 and 7 right now. We're just going to get really happy with you, and we're going to give you 
all sorts of wonderful things. Two things that you can win right now. We're going to give away a five-pack of oil changes from our friends at TGK Automotive. Yes. Uh, and then we're also going to give you a pair of tickets to Christmas with a whole lot of soul featuring Ginger Commodore at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters on December 14th and 15th. Uh, so, caller six, you win oil changes. Caller seven, you win tickets to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Merry Christmas from us here on the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Um, don't forget, you've got maybe. Ten more minutes if you want to drop off a toy for the kids at the Ronald McDonald House. And uh, if you do, in the next ten minutes, here in Brooklyn Center, you will, in exchange, receive a free one-year Dean's Club membership. What? Yes. Benefits include priority scheduling, no travel charge, annual evaluations, of your home's HVAC, plumbing, electrical systems. That is a great deal. Thank you. That's a really big deal. All sorts of stuff here. Yeah. How how did it go with Call of uh, Six well, and Seven? Well, it went okay um, in the sense that as I was uh, picking up Caller 6, the phone system took a big dump. I had to oh. reboot it. <laughs> then uh, the promo cut out early. I had to do an ad for Crescent Tide. Oh, then the no. phone rebooted, and I did talk to a couple people. Including um, Janet Newhope is going to win that oil change, and Carly in a town I'd never heard of before, Willamy. Willamy! Um, <laughs> she says it's between uh, Matamita and White Bear. Carly, uh, she's going to win the tickets to the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters to Wonderful. see Christmas dot 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 with a little bit of soul. Oh, that's outstanding. Fantastic. Yay. Congratulations. Thanks, everybody. And if people everybody don't get a chance right. to see you today at Dean's, uh, there's another broadcast on this Saturday at the Minneapolis Holiday Boutique. And then Lori and Julie will be doing one next week. And yes. uh, Jason Alexis will be doing another one next week. Yes. As if we're not givers already, don't forget to look for Rocco the Elf it's on right. our website. Just go poking around, like clicking on things, because if you find him solo, you will be entered into a drawing for $1,000. The grand prize winner will be announced with Lori and Julia on Friday. We're doing this for the next three weeks. It'll be a different host every day. People are making money out there. Someone's winning a grand on 530 this Friday. That's this right. This is very real. And what a fun way to find it, too, right? Click I around. Know. You're going to see articles that you like on our website anyway. And then uh, when you find Rocco's face, you just click on it. Yes. Um, oh, thank you to the uh, lovely, was it Mary? Mary. Who brought us some uh, dog treats? Mary brought us dog treats. Um, I tried she, one. So here's what happened. <laughs> I said to Donna, look, I, I, I'm going to the airport. I, I won't be able to take these home. Take these to Buddy, your dog. And we had a lovely chat with Mary. Donna opens the bag, and not for gags, just take... Well, she ended up gagging. I was curious. Took the dog treat out. I mean, sue me. And immediately took a bite out of it, and Just Rocco. a little teeny tiny. I just wanted to try it. I wanted to see what does this taste like to a dog. Well, you don't I, have the taste buds of a dog. That like is dogs true. enjoy feces. Good point. You know what I mean? Sure. And I know that you have a pretty drab diet, but still, <laughs> I think that you're better than dog treats. I know, but I just wanted to see because there are eight calories per treat. They're called Fruitables. And uh, <laughs> it was good. I was like, hey, this isn't bad if I had like a figgy dip. Eight. But then... I swallowed it. Then what happened? Game changer. It was terrible. Sure. And then I spit it out. 
But thank you, Mary. But you, for a moment, <laughs> were thinking this could be a decent, low-calorie, on-the-go snack. It's a good gag gift, you know, to put it out uh, for the holidays when your friends come over. They're little stars. They're shaped kind of like stars. Yeah, and and just like... put them out. And yeah, have some hummus beside them or something. <laughs> oh, you have to try those new star cookies. I know. So anyway, that happened. Uh, that's not why you called. No, definitely not. Uh, I do have other food news, though. Uh, get ready for Oreo-flavored wine, to which I say, why? And K- KFC is bringing back their fried chicken-scented fire logs, which will be available at Walmart for the holiday season. Oh. That is all I wanted to share with you. Thank you know, they you. do this all the time. Yeah, this, it's all the gimmicks. S- yeah. scented thing. I don't know. Are you in favor of this? Would no. you like a... Mm-mm. I don't like my fire smelling like food. I don't I... like my candles smelling like apple. I don't like any of that. You know, um, HGTV's doing something kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I think so. They're, they're coming out with a show called The Ugliest House in America. Oh. If you think that's you, this could be a good time to apply. What they want to find out are houses that just had terrible design choices inside of them. They just... All the wrong... You know, like floor-to-ceiling mirrors and all the weird things that have gone in homes before. They want to see what is the absolute worst of the worst. And then from there, they will be able to figure out who deserves a home makeover. Again, it's called The Ugliest House in America. Um, Retta from Parks and Recreation is going to explore 12 homes with what they call stunningly bad design choices. The show is going to air Monday starting January 3rd on Hujatuva. Oh, okay. Hujatuva. I haven't watched Hujatuva in a long time. You know, it's been a little while since I've watched Hujatuva. I used to be addicted to Hujatuva. Every weekend I would sit down (laughs) Saturday and I'm like, let's turn on Hujatuva and see what's on. HGTV, Flip if you Flip that house, you know. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you want to say it the pedestrian way, you do you. HGTV. What are you laughing at over there? I'm laughing at an email because it came from our buddy Carrie. Earlier, we were playing a song. uh, It was a rap from a flight attendant who was trying to entertain passengers on a plane that had been delayed. And she did a rap saying all the things that you hear flight attendants say before you take off. And she said, stomp, stomp, stomp. I honestly thought she said, clomp, clomp, clomp. (laughs) You've brainwashed me. I love it. I do find myself in conversation with people. Yeah. Like somebody was talking about going talking about going to Europe. Europe. Yesterday, I think, when we were at our dinner, and all I heard was in my head, Europe. This happens to me all the time. I used to have to try to stop myself from doing it on the TV show because it just felt like if anything, frankly, most anything with two syllables, and right. I can work it into it. But I, I would have to stop myself because I thought the TV audience doesn't know no, they have no what idea. we're doing Probably right now, not. doing all this weird stuff. Or how about if you have a guest named Mary in your head, are you going, Mary? All the time. Me too. All the time. I know. I know. I it's, know. It's, it's, uh, it's troubling. Uh, we are here at Dean's Home Services in Brooklyn Center. They've got a brand new location here. Yes, they do. Uber fan Adam, by the way, works for Dean's. Yeah. Adam, uh, we didn't even know that we were going to get free show notes, but we did from him. He was critiquing the show. I mean, I think it was constructive criticism. <laughs> oh, remember what he said about Colleen and Bradley, though? I do remember mm-hmm. what he said about him. And uh, so he, he had some thoughts, and we really appreciate that. They're doing great work here at Dean's Home Services. Uh, you go to calldeans.com. It's all right there. It's such an intuitive website Absolutely. to help get you 
taken care of so they can uh, they can help you out and they're doing great things uh here in and around the community as well absolutely they always are we thank them for that thank you adam for uh the adam our engineer yes got out here early this morning or way earlier than we did set everything up we appreciate that we dj you. rock lobster dawn mclean thank you steve-o steve-o I love you buddy hey steve steve-o's gonna take Christy. us on a tour of uh oh, Deans home services let's go we get a vip tour Happening right now. To see the other Santa stops that uh, we will be making other shows still out there on the road, go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword Santa. Safe travels to you, my friend. I will give you an update from New York. All right. We look forward to that. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 9. Bye.